like I don't know if I was like cheated on in a past life or something. I don't know <laughs> what where this hatred comes from. But if a show has it, a movie has it, like a book has it, the betrayal rings so deep. It's it's literally through generations and like lifetimes for you. <laughs> Alternate universe betrayal. <laughs> I didn't mean to, I mean to talk over us. I uh, literally just thought I was the only no, one coming down. She definitely meant it. She definitely meant I it. I did not. This was an attack on you. Yeah. <laughs> Defend yourself. <laughs> um. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Romancing the Monsters. I'm M. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And today. We have another one of our episodes where we come to the discussion with absolutely no notes, no nothing, no pre preparation whatsoever. Uh, in other words, another bite-sized. Um, yeah. Great it took intro. Me three episodes. It, it took me... Oh, thank you. It took me three bite-sized to figure out a way to make the title work. I, I, I figured it out. I figured out what it means, okay. bite-sized. It means that we're having bite-sized conversations in the sense that it's like multiple little conversations. Ah! There you go. I made it make sense. Because nice. at first we were like, don't have a name. Then the second episode, it was like bite-sized because the episode is supposed to be short, which it never is. So I was like, how can we make this work, guys? We have a name. We committed to a name. Yeah. <laughs> Bite-sized conversation. It makes sense now. Thank you. There you go. I figured it out. Thanks. Thank you, you cracked the code. <laughs> I cracked the code. <laughs> um, but today, uh, you know, while I say we have no preparation, uh, we did at the very least, uh, uh, you know, agree on a, a topic. <laughs> tropes. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about tropes. Uh, the ones we like. The ones we feel like there definitely are not enough books with that trope, or the tropes we absolutely despise or are hard nose. Mm hmm. So, where should we start? Like, what, what should we start with the ones that we feel are there just aren't enough books in that trope, or should we start, start with a hard nose? I feel like if we start off negative right off the bat, not even negative, but like with the ones that we hate. Hmm. I don't know. Let's ease into it. I feel like start with the ones that we wish there are more books for. Or you, okay. you just want to. She wants to go in. The <laughs> I feel like these episodes are sassier, though. All like, right, you know what? Let's, let's go. Hard nose. Cheating. Oh, cheating. Yeah, you hate cheating. Why? 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 Because I don't want to read about the male or the female character cheating on the supposed love interest. Not cool for me. I don't want to read it. It's just not something I want to read about. Okay, here's the question, though. For every single hard nose, I want to know if there is an exception to that rule. Like, was there one book, though, that did make the cut? I feel like I have one, but let me think about it. For cheating? For is cheating. Is cheating a hard limit for you? No, but I think it depends. But I feel like I've read... Okay, so I have one book that I didn't finish that it was a complete hard no. Spill the tea. So the book that was a hard no, I DNF'd it, was Thoughtless by... Ooh, uh, S.C. Stephens? I think so, yeah. Yeah, oh, that book is old. old there is old. cheating in that one. Yeah, yeah. and like... I, I, that was I, a hard no. The hard no, like I completely like... Oh, that's a fan favorite though. You're yes. going somewhere. That's a classic that for a lot of people. Huge, like I feel like it was See, a huge... See, it's not even on my radar because I don't like cheating. So I did not even look at that, the, whatever book this is. Yeah, no. Okay, Miss Miss uh, Salty over there. <laughs> well, is there a hard... Is there Salty a book? Salty over a book from 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a book that you read, Seth, that completely like... 
No, that's the thing. I don't think I've ever read a book where cheating is like a main conflict in the story between the main hmm. cu- like the main couple. Mm-hmm. I like I have like hard no authors that I know I'll never go to like Madeline Sheehan, Sheehan, I think. She's one mm-hmm. that has cheating in her books. Um and it's like well known. So that's what I yeah, I don't go there. Like I don't know if I was like cheated on in a past life or something. I don't know what where this hatred comes from. But if a show has it, a movie has it, like a book has it, it's like I the out. betrayal rings so deep. It's it's literally through generations and like lifetimes for you. <laughs> Alternate universe betrayal. <laughs> there's there's a movie that I like that has cheating. And oh, I yeah. think you you watched it, Marge, like a couple years ago. Um, Marge watched the but movie. Me watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, um, something borrowed. Oh, oh, I hate that movie. With I hate hat. that movie so much. I, I love it. it. I love it so it was much. So bad. The drama. The yeah. No, I love that movie. No. I hate it. That's a favorite of mine. <laughs> We're six minutes into this episode and we're already, like, disagreeing. Can you think off the top of your head if there's a book that does it where you can stomach it? Like, where it's done well. Oh! Not that I'd read it, but if for listeners that they want to read a cheating book. Um, there is one. There is one. And I just read it, like, a year or two years ago. Layla Attar. Mm. Um, let me, hold on. Oh, really? Let me pull up. I have my Goodreads here. Oh, that's an author I've always wanted to try her books, and I just haven't. Uh, 53 Letters for My Lover. Oh, I love that's that book. Cheating. That one, it, I, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. I forgive it. I forgive her. She's the one that oh, cheated. Oh, she cheated. She's the one that cheated, yeah. Ooh. Huh. Um, a, a really popular one is... A love letter to whiskey. I believe that's cheating. Oh, is it not? I think so. But they are, they're not cheating on each other. I think he's cheating on his partner. With and her. I think she with might her. And I think she might be doing the same if I remember. That's a question. Does it bother you less if they're cheating together on someone else? Or is it the hard no is when it's one of them cheats on the other love interest it's- with someone else? It's both. I can't stand it okay. if they cheat with the love interest on their partner mm-hmm. that they're with previously before meeting the partner. The I can't do it so either deep. because they're still like hurting someone else. Yeah, sure. They might be like written mm-hmm. as the villain in their perspective, but even if they're not written as like the villain, just not the person they're in love with, it's still like not okay mm-hmm. for me. What do you define as cheating then? I'm, I'm curious, like, does kissing count or is it even just like showing interest or just finding someone attractive? Like, is that cheating? I you? think like for me, it's obviously emotionally cheating. That's one thing. But also like physically cheating, whether that be like sex or like kissing or like even just like having an intimacy with someone else. I consider that cheating, especially mm. in books, too, because I feel like you read every emotion, you read every like thought that they have. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a bit cheating. Yeah, uh, this is the a perfect time to uh, remind people uh, in case you are an author or a reader and this is your favorite trope or a trope that you write. Right, yes. Uh, this is not an attack on you. Uh, we are literally the perfect example uh, that whatever it is that one reader doesn't like is what another reader likes. Exactly. I'm right here. I do not mind cheating in my books. I really don't. In fact, I find it kind of intriguing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, really, please do not take this, any no, of this, uh, please don't. personally. I, I like, I understand it's like, it's real life and it's a lived experience for a lot of authors. And sometimes they use books as like an outlet for that or something. Sure. Like, I understand that it's, a, it's, it happens in real life. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's just when I pick up a book, I personally, in my opinion, don't want to read about it. But like, there's so many, there's millions upon millions of people that will read that. The thing is, I say I, it's it's a show that um, I'm interested in, but I don't actually think I've read any really? books with, not that I can remember. Uh, definitely, I have read books where, like, there was a kiss, for example, like, the girl was trying to make the guy jealous, and so she's kissing some other guy, but, like, there's literally no, like, emotional involvement with that guy whatsoever. Yeah. It's literally just to make the guy jealous. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you have any suggestions for me... <laughs> 
Feel free to reach us online. Reach me. Don't reach Saf. She'll, you know. I will not cuss you out. Don't She'll worry. cancel you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, definitely let me know because I'm intrigued. Um, all right. S, what's a trope that is a hard no for you? I don't know. And that's what I kept thinking about. You don't have a lot of hard no's. I, I don't think like. so. I think I'll try. I will try everything once, but I think it just depends how it's written. Something something will work with with one author in one book, and then I'll read it with another, and it just it won't work. So it just depends. But that is the reason why there are exceptions, even yeah. to your hard nose. It's like that one author can really write it in a in a way that you can actually connect with, or it, it makes you change your mind just for for that one book. Yeah, but. Well, that's not an answer, S. I, I need know. an answer here. <laughs> What's a hard no? Okay, surely there's something. Is there something you tried, but you realized you didn't yeah. like it? Yeah, like you tried it once, and you're like, no, actually, no. That's no. Or maybe it's like, it's not that you hated it, but you're like, I don't want to revisit it. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. Oh, God. Do you want us to circle back to you? We'll circle back. Let me think All about right, it some um, more. What's one trope you hate? Yeah. Okay, so the first one for me is very obvious. I feel like I've mentioned it multiple times. I am not into multiple partners at the same time <laughs> when it comes to sexual things. I'm not into threesomes. That's a hard no for me. Whenever there's a book with a threesome in it, that's like cold shower for me. Um, not into it. And and so far, there has been no exceptions to that rule. Have you attempted to change so, your mind about it? No, I'm very, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a no I'm for I'm very, her. yeah, <laughs> confident in my choice not to like that. Um, I will say there is uh, a book series, which I love. The first book we read for the podcast, which was Slow Heat by Letta Blake. Mm -hmm. um, and the second book in that series, um, I guess, kind of counts as a poly relationship in the sense that uh, it's an Omegaverse world. So I, I think the second book is called Alpha Heat. Yeah. Uh, it's an Omegaverse world where uh, the, the our, our two main characters are two alphas. And in this world, that's kind of forbidden. They shouldn't be together. But one of them, uh, Xan, I believe was his name, mm -hmm. um, he is an alpha who has always wanted to be uh, an omega. Like, he's that's his sexual fantasy is to submit, like, an omega. Um, and so he is trying to, or I guess, has this relationship with um, Euro. Which S affectionately calls <laughs> your ho. Your ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is able to give him that? You know, he's able to uh, give him a relationship where he can explore his omega t tendencies. However, Xan is already uh, mated to uh, an omega who is kind of, uh, I believe he's asexual yes. or, you know. Uh, where he feels absolutely no attraction towards his mate uh, or anyone for that matter. He, you know, has his body has, you know, needs just because it's, you know, uh, physiological at that point. But he is not attracted to them. But he is so he they are in this kind of like partnership, the three of them. But the the romantic relationship is mostly between two of them. All of this to say that in that book. I know that there is a scene where all three of them are involved. And I do believe that that could be the exception to the rule for yeah. me. Because one of them, while he is a part of it, just because his body requires for him to be a part of it, emotionally he is not invested in that way with them. I don't know. I feel like that could be an exception to the rule for me. Yeah. I mean, like, I've read that book, and mm -hmm. I think it could be an exception to your rule, to be honest. The way yeah. that it's done. Yeah. Another exception to the rule, which is one that I've read, um, it was Love Me Whole by um, Nikki James. Mm. And that book is a MM romance 
where one of the character has, uh, I always struggle saying that, dissociative identity disorder. Oh, yeah. Is that? Yeah. So he has multiple, you know, uh, personalities, I guess, multiple people living in the same body with one, I believe they called him host. Um, and so there's five and including, you know, the host, I believe. And uh, two of them are sexually involved with the other guy. Obviously, it's so to me, it does feel like a poly relationship yeah. just because there are two of the his identities that are in a relation in a relationship like that with the other guy. But obviously, they're never there at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of it walks that line for me. And I remember reading that book and it was asking me a lot. <laughs> you know, it was it was a lot for me. Like it, I needed to uh come to t- terms with certain things and like my own discomfort because yeah. you know I, I don't love that personally um I have nothing against it for other people obviously but like as far as like what I like to read about that's just not it so yeah. it did put me in a situation where I was a little uncomfortable but at the end of the day I was like you know what it actually got me out of my comfort zone and uh it was a really sweet uh emotional book so highly yeah. recommend question does this extend yeah. to just human relationships or like for example we know that finley fan is releasing um a two auric one human woman type relationship book coming out i think next year uh-huh. is that something that intrigues you or is it just you no. don't want to read about it because it's uh, three people in a relationship i don't care if it's one guy one girl and a rock that's pretty- <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> a sentient rock <laughs> I'm against it. Okay. Um, just for me personally, it, it, again, like absolutely nothing wrong with loving that. I mean, one of us here uh, is all over that shit. Love it. 24-7. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just for me. Like it's yeah. I, I don't have any interests in it. Uh, so that obviously extends to reverse harems. However, <gasps> who knows? By the time this episode comes out, which we are recording this in the past in 2021, December... Uh, but we don't know when this is releasing yet. So by the time this releases, perhaps I will have broken or popped my reverse harem cherry. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Speak You'll, it in we'll see. To existence, Mark. Yes, you got this. All right. Circling back to you, Wes. <sighs> yes, you better as. have a fucking answer. Um, so I was going through <laughs> my my red on Goodreads and like everything that I've like DNF. What I'm picky about when it when I come when it comes to like DNFing, I guess it would just be the writing, mm. um, the way dialogue. Bad writing is the hard. Note. The way yeah. dialogue is written. Okay. Mm. Um, but not even like bad writing. I because I I can read books and I, I'll be like, <laughs> she's like I've read bad writing and I read the whole. And I book. love yeah, and I love the story, you know. But it's, yeah, I mean, it just it depends. Like, okay, is your issue, like, punctuation and grammar use or misuse, mm. I guess, in a sense? No. Like, let's say one example can be where the, the where the book... Say the name. No, I'm not going to say the name of the book. <laughs> I won't say the name, but I one that pops out, it was, I guess, trying to be, like, the writing, trying to be, like, very... What is it when they say, like, like purple prose like very mm. flowery trying mm. to be really deep when really yeah it's not it's not that deep in the it's, dialogue or you mean like the whole book monologue and dialogue no i was gonna say like can you handle if they say cheesy things to one another like really really cheesy Ugh. yeah i think i've read cheesy i'm just like this is, i like this cheese and then there's other cheese where i'm just like i can't do this cheese it's oh, so it depends on the type of cheese. It depends on the mm. cheese. All right. You know, one thing I used to love or like not even I wasn't phased by it. But nowadays I'm like, is in a dialogue when a character has like a big ass monologue, you know, like a big ass paragraph where nobody cuts them off. I used to not even be phased by that. Like, I was like, oh, yes, give me the whole paragraph. Like, I want I want the declaration, you mm-hmm. know? 
But now I'm like, there's no fucking way that someone can say that amount of words and not get cut off at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that shit is, ain't happening. No. I can't, I can't, I can't handle those anymore. I'm like, no, this is, I don't like this. Or, or I hate when like something like that happens or like a declaration of something happens and there's no response. Like they move on to like the mm. next thing that they're going to talk about. And I'm like, are you not mm. going to acknowledge at least what was said? That's yeah. a, that's something that I don't like either. Yeah. Here's another uh, another question that kind of works into this. Do you mind it when uh, an author has the characters, um, like their accent is a part of the writing? So like even in their heads, they're dropping the G's mm-hmm. and like saying y'all or whatever. Like if the accent is a part of their inner thoughts, and not just, like, what they're saying. Does that bother you? I find that weird. Like, I don't drop the G's in my... I mean, I'm not Southern. <laughs> but, like, I don't I don't see why your accent would make it into your thoughts. Your thoughts. No? Because I don't think it'll make it into your thoughts. Because you are actually just saying the words in your head. And even when you're saying it, you're just saying it the way that you're taught so it's not that you're like dropping the g intentionally it's just the way that you speak and it's like right the dialect the way your you... mouth moves because mm-hmm. that's how you learned to form words yeah like it's just the dialect of english that you've learned throughout your life so i i don't yeah. think it should be following there although i will say if you decide to do an accent for your characters you need to make sure all the words are there like you need to like like, what I'm saying, like, I feel like when it comes to Scottish characters, I feel like they only use, like, a hand, like, a handful of words in their their dialogue, whereas there's so mm-hmm. many other words that should be included for it to be a believable character True. in Scottish. Do you remember uh, when we read, uh, what was it called, Kiss of Steel, how the character in that book, when he was talking, it was so difficult to figure out what he was saying because... He was speaking in like a like it was written in his accent, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, and he was like he was obviously like he had a poor background and everything, so he wasn't like educated or anything. So like his language was quite poor. Yeah. So it was hard to understand what the fuck he was saying. Sorry, coming back to us. This so- is your last chance. <laughs> okay, okay. So can I say one thing that I probably won't? Um, I won't pick up. I won't touch if yes. it, mm-hmm. if the book is um, a cop, a firefighter, mm. men in uniform, army. Huh. Um, you also said like MMA fighters. MMA or... fighters. Like if that's the book, like a cover that has like the MMA like uh, tape and stuff, mm. or like the explain yourself. The yes. army um, tags like on the cover. Like I won't mm. pick it up. Like if that's a part of like the plot, so... like. Yeah, the man in a uniform is not your cup of tea. It's it's not, and it's and it's it all goes down to who I dated in the past. Oh, <laughs> I, spill the tea. No, no, no. and, it's, <laughs> no, and it's nothing. And it's nothing bad. I don't think, but I dated someone that um, great guy by the way, great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went. He's a marine. He was. Mm. Um, in high school, he volunteered um, to be, it's, I, don't, I don't know what it's called, like a trooper. Um, mm. He volunteered for the police. He ended up becoming officer, yeah, a deputy. Um, and it's just something, if I, he was so involved in my life for a certain amount of time, just me picking up those type of books. Like, that's who I thought about. Oh, and I didn't want, like, you get me? Like, it's it was so... His life was that. That makes sense, though. So I can, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So when it comes to, like, any type of, like, that type of thing, like, him and his friends and, like, everybody that was involved in his life, like, and that was involved in mine, like, I can't separate, I guess you can say. Like, it reminds me a lot of of him and I can't, like, pick it apart, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm, imagine mm -hmm, someone mm -hmm. else. Like, that's who popped into my head first. And that's not something that that I want. Yeah. (laughs) She don't want that. No. (laughs) 
what's in the past stays in the past. Yeah. yeah. I have a question that kind of relates to that. Can you read books where the one of the main characters shares a name with your sibling or someone that you're really close with? I don't have that issue. My siblings have French names that you would literally never fucking see in, a book. in any of the books we read. So, and I've I've never seen my own name in a book. Huh. At least I, I think once, and it was a side character. So oh, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> so. All right, S. Then you. Like there was, <laughs> there was a book. Um, what is it called? Bitter Heat by Mia Knight. The guy's name is James Roth. James is my sister's fiance's name, but in the mm. book he goes by Roth, so oh, I didn't have okay. issues. Like there was no issues. Yeah, you there, did not you know? have issues there. No. But also, your brother has a pretty common name. No. Uh, Alfonso. Um, yeah. No, I've, you've never encountered that. I've encountered side characters were in like the mafia setting, like yeah, Al- yeah. Alfonso, Fonzo type of thing but yeah no i don't that didn't bother me no what about your name that's a very very common name i think i've read one sure read books one book where i'm like a side character barely mentioned (laughs) side character (laughs) i don't think i've ever read a book where my name is like the main character i don't think i'm trying to think of i have you have separate no no for your name oh my name are you gonna find somewhere no (laughs) Even if you find, like, the Hebrew Zipporah, I don't think you'll find it. (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't even find my name on a damn pen. You think I'm going to find it in a book? Oh, girl, same, same, same. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And and my name is technically has, like, English origins. So, like, I don't know why it's so unpopular. Yeah. I don't know. It's an ugly name, I guess. No, it's not. Isn't one of Ruby Dixon's characters named Marjorie or Marge or something like that? No. No, unless in in her uh, Ice Planet of Barbarian. That or in her. Um... Mm. If it's the fantasy one, then maybe because I haven't read those. But in the in the dragons and the blue aliens, no. I don't think so. Mm. Uh, when it happens, then I can uh, for once in my life uh, just read in first person and enjoy my the heck out of it. <laughs> Um, it's like your, uh, it's like those fanfics where it's like a uh, breeder, you know, there's yes. like the female character has no name and it's just like you, <laughs> like insert yourself here. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I can name off like a couple of tropes that are not like hard nose, but just like not a fan. Um, I agree with S on firefighters and cops. Mm hate those uh it's just not a sexy thing for me like firefighters everyone's always like oh my god firefighters and i'm like no literally the most unsexy thing to me Mm -hmm. like i don't like overly like oh i'm hot type of professions you know like you see a cop and you're like yeah he fucking knows he knows okay (laughs) and i don't like that attitude yeah same for firefighters (laughs) i don't like the attitude okay (laughs) um uh, army guys used to be a hard no for me just because I'm not a fan of the army. I'm outing myself right here, right now. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Um, but I have read a couple ones that I did like, so it's not like a hard no. I'm taking it off the list yeah. right now. Uh, but I will say celebrity trope, hate that, hate it with a passion. There's mm. never been an exception to that rule. Uh, wait, 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 pause. What about um, uh, Ghosted by J.M. Dar- Darhauer? You read it, no? I haven't read that. I, thought I liked had. it. I read it. I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, love it too. But do you like the celebrity trope? I have to be in the mood for it, and I'm hardly ever in the mood for it. Like, um, for Carter and Leia, I wasn't in the mood mm. for it, and I'm like, damn, he turns into a rock star, doesn't he? And yeah. But, like, I still pushed through, and I still enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah, I have to be in the mood for it. Yeah, second chance. Not a fan favorite over here. <laughs> I could do second chance, but it has to be done well. I can do second chance if it's, like, she had a secret baby that she never told him about. And then, like, she's been living the hard life ever since, and it's really angsty, and then he comes back. 
<laughs> this is why you would love Turkish shows, because that's a trope they use all the time. <laughs> Literally two Secret shows, baby. I feel like they're doing it right now. I feel like that's a trope that a lot of people hate. Yeah. The secret baby trope. I love it. I'm here for it. But it has to be. The Wattpad angst. (laughs) I don't think I'll I'll go looking for pregnant, secret pregnancy. Like if it happens, it happens. But I I don't think I would go. No. Searching for those type of books. For the angst, I would. But I also go searching for like where one of the partners initially doesn't want the baby. But then like. They do want the baby, and like I just want that egg. Oh, you know what? What you? I remember you multiple times not liking S. Hmm. What breeding books? Oh, the breeding kink. I feel like it's a it's it's hard for you to like them. You like don't there's like been the a lot of. Kink? I think it has misses. to be done like really well. I think I've DNF a couple where it comes to breeding. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, you're not. It's maybe it's the way it's written. It's yeah, the way yeah. it's. They're, they're often not very well written yeah. i feel like yeah um what about insta love oh. oh my god hard no, no can't believe that i forgot I that do. one ew i i can do it if it's the lust what i said insta lust maybe because it's like attraction oh, you're attracted to that uh-huh. person but if yeah. emotions get involved like right off the bat mm-mm, can't do it i don't believe it insta lust with slow burn yes. romance can do yes what what were you gonna say about insta love um jessica jessica kane like (laughs) i mean like she does it for you yeah has she done a breeding book i yeah i believe aren't all her books breeding books yeah pretty much (laughs) i think i've only ever read one and it was a bit too much for me but then like was it you, Steph? I saw something on Twitter. I think you retweeted, you commented, and I was like, "Oh, girl, same." Uh, it was like a, a a gif of some show, probably like a, a Chinese drama where the guy's like, oh, "I want to put another baby on you, yes. uh, in you, or something." And I was like, mm, I can, I'm "Like I can, damn. I, this, I can yeah. deal with." <laughs> I think it's um cherry. Hold on, I know what it's called. Just in case you all are interested in the Breeding King, I've never watched it, so I don't know how far this goes. It could just be like a cute romantic scene. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to remember, and that's going to kill me if I don't know the name of the... It's known, it has three titles, but the one that I know is um, Ten Miles of Peach Blossoms. Mm. Yeah, that's one I know. And it's tw- from 2017, so... It's a show? Yeah, it's a, a Chinese show. It's a period drama. Love Triangle. Yeah. Really? That's... No, no, no I'm, I'm asking you girls, like, is that oh, something... Oh, oh, oh. I, I don't mind Love Triangle. I don't mind them. Yeah. I know that could be like a hard Only if I'm some. right though. Only if I'm rooting for the right people. <laughs> um, yeah, not Jacob. <laughs> I love Jacob. My young self was rooting for him for like a movie and your, a half. Your current self is still <laughs> rooting for him. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, it has to be done well and like you said, I have to be rooting for the right person. If Stephanie Meyer, which is a problematic author to begin with, but <laughs> Uh, was to release the trilogy that she talked about, which was about Jacob and Renesmee. Oh, vomit. <laughs> I, speaking of that, I saw someone on tw- on Twitter, on TikTok, say something. She found something that was leaked. I don't know how true it is. And she talked about how she is going to write it or she's writing and she's going to release the story between. Yeah. And I guess she got a cease and desist. What is it? The cease and desist oh. letter for her to take down her video or something like that. Oh, that's because uh, when they were celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Twilight, she literally said that that's what she was working on. So I find that weird because it's like you kind of announced it yourself that that's you were working on a trilogy for the, the two of them. Mm-hmm. Is anyone so. at all excited for that? Um, G. <laughs> I just find it icky to me is that, like, he desired her mother and wanted to be with her mother. And if Renesmee was never born and Bella did choose Jacob, what happens then? But then how is that different, though? I mean, I get it. There's something about it that's wrong, and I I never liked the idea of it, which is why I fancasted myself as Renesmee (laughs) falling in love with my own vampire. (laughs) 
Um, but as a kid, I have to. I, have <laughs> I mean, to yes, specify that. as a kid. <laughs> um, where was I going? Oh, how is that different from just those like uh, faded mates where the guy's like way older? It differs. Which we are all into. It differs because he made out and desired her mother. And True. he said the only reason why he felt this affinity or connection with Bella was because mm-hmm. of the baby in her womb, meaning her egg that she mm-hmm. did not, um, you know, it was not, it wasn't fertilized at the time. He felt desire for that mm-hmm. egg inside her until Edward's sperm went in and fertilized it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, th- this is it. I love Bella. The dead ass crusted inside for a hundred years sperm. Mm-hmm. Um have you guys seen that meme where it's like, if Jacob was just in love with her egg all along, how come he never was in love with Edward's sperm? Yeah! <laughs> I haven't seen that. I saw that. That's where the tension came from between the two of them. <laughs> it was sexual ke- chemistry you know what? all I along. Could, I could believe that. But one thing I cannot understand is, yeah. how did Bella not pass this egg I don't know why we're getting to this logistics, but pass this egg, you know, for the, like, because he liked her for a while. So, like, I'm just trying to understand how this happened. Is he, uh, like, did he have an attachment to her womb? Like, what, where, like, what was going on there? I need a biology lesson. I mean, our eggs, our egg supply, we have it from birth. Yeah. So, I guess on that sense, it makes sense. Like, she has her egg supply. <laughs> we're really getting into this. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna sing the anatomy lesson song. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I guess she had her egg supply already. We have that in us from the very beginning. Okay. Whereas, I guess for men, does it not like regenerate? You know, like it's not the same sperm their whole life. Yeah. It's new sperm. All right, let's end this. <laughs> So maybe that's why there was there was no attraction between Jacob and Edward, so they say. But maybe so you know, they say. I don't I don't know where I'm going with that. Let's just uh, leave this to Stephanie Meyer. Let her take this in her yeah. hands and write that romance. I just love how how often we mentioned the Twilight movies and books. I know on the podcast. It just really shows. Um, what shape does? The us? generation we're from. Yeah. Yeah, what shape does? <laughs> well, know. I mean, I guess S is just here along for the ride. <laughs> I knew the reason really a part as of they it. came out, right? Or did you watch them yeah. after? Like, did you watch them as they were coming out or did you watch them after that they were all, like, after they were all up? No, as they were coming out. Okay. We, I think we did, um, like, midnight premieres starting with the second movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and on. Funny that she read Twilight fanfic, but not Twilight. <laughs> For reals. Yeah, you read a lot of fucking Twilight fanfic. I think in so. 2010 to 2013 or so. Yeah. All the Christina Lauren books, all the Fifty Shades of Grey books, all the J.R. Darhauer Dar- books or whatever. Did you read Gabriel's Inferno? That's also Twilight fanfiction. Oh, is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. It's all fucking Twilight fan fiction. Everything. Everything, right? Read. Yeah. Now yeah, we're getting into the Raylo fan fiction era. Yes. <laughs> we will conquer. We will conquer. Maybe I should yes. join that while it's while it's hot right now. You should. Yeah. Um, one last hard no for me. Oh, okay. I'm just getting into one more. Is mm-hmm. but maybe this has. Get exceptions. in as many as you need, girl. Um, is uh, the dead lover trope. Oh. Yeah, I have some issues with that one, and it's more so just, like, a personal issue. And there are books that, you know, there are exceptions for, like... um, Rowan Whitethorn. Yes. Rowan, for sure. Like, yes. Also, um, Leo, which he's from Married by Morning. Um, He's another exception, his story. Um, but yeah, I just, the dead lover trope, it just, it never intrigued me at all. Can you explain to people what you mean by that? Because just in case they don't know what you mean. Yeah. So basically it's when one of the love interests had had a partner before and they had passed away, um, I guess prematurely, like they died before their time or anything. 
Um, or even just they just died in general. And they're still very much pining after that person and like yes. still devastated by their death. And that's like kind of looming over the romance itself. Yes. Because Seth's argument is that then the new love interest is always second best yeah. to the memory of a dead lover. Yes. That's there you go. The Thank you for explaining it so well. You're, you're welcome. Um, so moving on from tropes we do not like or hard nose to tropes that we love and specifically tropes that we love and feel like there are not nearly enough books that fit that trope um we're gonna start with s because she's been really slacking she's been (laughs) slacking this episode (laughs) we said no preparation but like (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) See, for this stuff, I need to prepare. Like, I need to. (laughs) She needed to prepare. Do you want me to start then? I feel like we all have the same one. Uh, The rejected mate, where they end up with the mate that rejected them. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. So the subject of today's conversation came from the fact that one trope we love that does not get nearly enough books is the rejected mate trope where the rejected mate still ends up with the one who rejects to her or him or them that trope yes where the fuck are the books and when there are books trust me i've read them all and they are not great okay to be honest why is that to be honest uh katie wells book i enjoyed it thoroughly loved it and it was everything that i could have wanted she's talking about the uh, tyrant alphas rejected me awful title title? but for me in my opinion loved it um but yeah i agree there's not enough books at all for it there are not nearly enough books for that trope and it's so delicious it's like think about the angst think about the pining think about the pain think about the walking on broken glass when he he or she realizes what they fucking did mm-hmm. how they rejected the one person that's perfect for them the one person they love and now that person has moved on or how much they've hurt them in the process yeah i know listen we are not saying that these uh tropes are particularly healthy we're just saying they're fun <laughs> no we know we're leaving our feminism by the door we know out the door never seen her before yeah where are they at i love that trope maybe you girls should write your own and release it and (laughs) and and here's the thing a lot of the books that have that trope are wattpad books that have later that later been published and they are (laughs) bad (laughs) very bad so, yeah, I've been burnt too many times. Um, I'm wary of that trope now, even though I love it so much. But, yeah. yeah. I feel like, like I said, I'm just going to have to write my own mm-hmm. fucking fan fiction and, like, give it to y'all as a birthday gift or some shit. I don't yeah. know. But we're going to have to do something about this because it's tragic. I know. It's tragic. It, it provides the angst and, like you said, the good grovel. Like, if a book has a mm. grovel in it, it has me. It I has think me. that's that's one of my things too for for grovel. I feel like there's mm-hmm. there isn't enough books that gives it like really good. Yeah, with a really mm. good grovel. Like I just I honestly feel like we're robbed a lot of the times mm-hmm. when a grovel mm-hmm. should happen. Um, not to talk about Rowan again, but <laughs> I will say that I feel like Rowan and Aelin could count as a form of rejected mate to the, you know, yeah. loose sense of the word just because because it was a dead lover instance. Yes. Spoiler alert for Throne of Glass, the entire series incoming. So, you know, <laughs> stop listening now if you haven't read them and want to read them. But the woman who died, who, you know, he thought was his mate... Turns out she's not actually his mate. Aelin is. Um, and so not only was he pining after this 
dead woman who he, he thought was his mate, but he was also in the process rejecting his actual mate and being, mm. like, really mean to her. Oh, and I'm he, getting like, triggered. Really Why? <laughs> triggered? Bowen? Bowen also did the same shit. Exactly. I know, but Bowen can fucking wait, okay? I'm talking <sighs> about the love of my life here. <laughs> Give me a moment. Uh, anyway, I feel like that, in a very, 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 very loose sense of the word, yeah. or the trope, rejected mate, Agreed. could work. Mm. Fucking Bowen, though. Bowen, he sure did. Yeah. He did exactly that. Yeah. There is another um, Zoe Draven, the fourth book that came out in the Horror King series. It kind of does a rejected mate. They were like childhood friends, but like they've always had like a like a strong bond with one another. And he like up and leaves, and like years pass, and then he comes back, and he's like, "I want you." And she's like, "Are you crazy?" No. And they they do do like mate. I said do do guys. I'm sorry for sure. <laughs> oh gosh, that book does have. It does have, uh, like, bonds between two individuals. So. Yeah. Another one of my tropes, which I don't think has a name, okay. per se, it's the trope where they have to have sex <laughs> or one of them is going to die. <laughs> Give us some examples, please. Survival sex. Um, I don't know what to call it. Like, just urgent sex i don't know what to call it um examples alert alert sex needed now type thing, right? <laughs> sex needs to happen now yeah um uh i recently read a book oh god what was it called uh it was called endangered species by Onley james and in that book the the guys are in prison together and oh. for the survival of the survival, quote unquote survival of one of them, uh, they're put in the same cell together and like they have to pretend to have this like forceful sexual relationship between them where one of them is like really, you know, abusive and like, you know, possessive over him to protect him from the other guys in the prison. Anyway, mm-hmm. I call that survival sex or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um just the we have to have sex or like it happens a lot in omegaverse books as well where like one of them goes into heat and then it's like we have to have sex because yeah she or he is gonna die i'm i'm fucking all over that i don't fucking know why i love it too and i wish we had more or like it's like easily to like not easily it's easy to pinpoint which books have it i'm currently reading the abducted abducted for the pack and it has that i just it just popped into my head there's a scene where they find this girl, she gets taken to like where they're from. They're werewolves. The guys are werewolves. Mm-hmm. She gets taken and she goes into like their like wherever they live. In order for her to survive, she needs to be bitten and then <laughs> and fucked thoroughly by the whole pack. Yeah, but the main <laughs> but there's a scene where the main alpha, he's teasing her. And he needs to take care of her, but he lets her... She can't play with herself. Meaning, like, just because he won't do anything or that's against he's the just, law? No, he's he's an asshole. Oh, and nice. he kind of... Um, he's one of those. He's a real, huge asshole. And I guess she's... From what I remember, she's touching herself and he's letting her, but she's not allowed to. She's not supposed to. He needs to take care of her. And he uh-huh. almost kills her because of that. <laughs> and, like, his betas come in and they, like push him out of the way and then like they just take over and they start having sex with her in order for her to like survive how do you find these books (laughs) (laughs) facebook all my omega verse all my reverse harem oh my god groups you know what i think it's time to pop another cherry for me i feel like i read a book not long ago and i feel like you guys read it too did we read a book where the, the girl needed to replenish her energy, and the way to do that was to have sex. Was that not McReeve and Chloe from Immortals After Dark? Yes. Oh. Exactly that. Yes. Yeah. That counts as part of that trope. Yes, it does. That counts. She literally needs him to feed... She needs him to feed her yeah. jizz. Yes. Krusty Cole knew the assignment, and she exceeded the requirements mm. of that assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Because she gave us she the really angst did. afterwards, too, when she realized the jizz had bad juju in it. 
own and he was killing her oh my god she was hate fucked yes love to see it i know oh grisly coleman i'm so excited i mean hopefully at this point we already had monroe in our hands and we read it is it good? Is it not? Future Sephora. Please let us know, Tell future me. readers, <laughs> listeners. It's going to be good. Um. Okay, any other tropes like that that you guys are like, fucking love that trope? Reincarnation for me. Mm-hmm. Reincarnation mm-hmm. Um, where like they end tragically, like it's a tragic death and then they find themselves another lifetime and Krusty Cole did it again where like they're enemies and then mm. they find out that they were lovers in the past, but they have to find a way to to bridge that gap. I feel like when reincarnation is done in books, they're not done to the way that I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll add to that another trope that Crescent Cole did very well that I feel is not done very well. It's done often, but not very well. The taken as prisoner and actually treated like a prisoner, yes. a.k.a. Sabine and Rystrom. Mm. Yes. That was done well, where it's like, you're not suddenly treated like a princess because you're taken prisoner. Well, I guess, or a prince in that case, because it was him. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It was like, no, you're actually treated like shit and, like, used and abused. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean. Hades and Persephone. Oh, uh, I feel like it's overdone. Yeah. Good Hades and Persephone retellings. Good ones. Yes. Yeah. Good ones. That is not overdone. In actual true retellings where he actually kidnaps her please yes you know like don't i feel like there's a lot of like oh i'm gonna do a hades and persephone one but i'm gonna make it like socially acceptable and i'm like not over i'm not about that life uh i'm tired of hades being an absolute fucking wimp yes in all all the retellings tired tired been there done that tired of it so, good Hades and Persephone retellings are rare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd have to agree. Another thing I guess I'll have to write myself. Yes. I'll fucking write a Hades and Persephone retelling with the dead lover. No, sorry. Not the dead lover trope. We don't like that one. The reincarnation trope with uh, an Omegaverse where they have to have sex or she will die. And. Uh, rejected mate. It's a rejected mate book. Yes. <laughs> write that down, please. As. <laughs> Do you have a last one? I guess you can say grumpy sunshine, but I would like to see where the girls are grumpy and the guys the sunshine. I'll raise you another one. Grumpy, grumpy. Oh, grumpy, grumpy. Would they get anything done? No, they just be. They would just be two grumps together, just like being annoyed at everyone and everything together, which I find would be amazing. (laughs) Where the fuck is that book? Yeah. Imagine there's just like them bitching about everything and everyone constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. But true that it's there's not a lot of grumpy sunshine with the where the girl is the, the grumpy, grumpy one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy is the sunshine one. Yeah, I'm trying to have um, off the top of my head which ones I've read. I feel like I have read a few where the the girl is the grumpy one. But yeah, it's not done often. And I do enjoy mm-hmm. it. Uh forced marriage. Yes. Forced. Not arranged, forced. We're really showing your true colors. We are. (laughs) We are. Again, I'll say Um, it. Turkish shows do it. Forced marriage always happens. Marriage in trouble. I feel like that's done quite often. More and more so now, but. Yeah, more so now. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Nodding. We could always use more nodding. More nodding, yes. In our lives. We love a nod. We're not going to have any listeners after this. Yeah, I really, <laughs> they, they stopped listening at for like three minutes when we started talking about cheating or some shit. I know, right? Yeah. I got canceled because I canceled cheating. <laughs> or I got canceled because I didn't cancel it. <laughs> um. Okay, so before we end the episode, I actually had another question for you. Oh, okay. That I didn't tell you about. So S is probably going to be like, I need 10 million years to think about it. <laughs> I'm going to stress out. She she is that student. I don't know why I keep going to this. She's that student that like, or not even the student. I don't even know where I'm going. But she's the one that does the preparation, but doesn't tell her friends that she did the preparation. But she just says, oh, no, I didn't prep at all for this. I feel like, like that's you. I, that is that's you. you. How is that 
me. She prepped That's her always whole, you. like list. Prepping? I literally have three fucking lines on my, <laughs> in my notes. That how is that prepping? I have zero notes for this. As has zero notes for well, this. Well, that's we your fucking agree. problem. We agree. That's yesterday. your problem. No notes, not even questions, and you come with questions. Anyways, go tell us your question. My first question is. <laughs> She's got more than one. I do. And my first question is. We are recording this in 2021, okay? So just, like, imagine yourself in 2022, okay? You are your 2022 self. The world is great. COVID is behind us once and for all. (laughs) The world is back to normal and romance is thriving. Okay. What is one book, doesn't have to come out in 2022. It can be a book that has already been released. But what is a book that you are predicting will be a five stars for you. Peg Darling 2 by Lola Rock. <laughs> mm. More so than uh, uh, Broken Blood, Blood Broken, whatever fuck that was called. Uh, well, that's that's going to, those two are going to be my five. Five well, plus, the, plus, what, plus, what, plus. What is it called? Blood I, I butchered Blo- the title Blood Bonds, but that one doesn't come out until this December. Well, we're in 2022. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a book that's not out, though. It can be a book that is out. So it's an ongoing series. So out. can that be? Sure. The whole series is the a whole is a predicted five stars for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I predict that too. Five stars all around for that that series. Yeah. Choose something else just to be different. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, <laughs> I have fine. to go through my Let's reverse get... harem list. Hold on. Be original. <laughs> okay. So for me, I'm obsessed with Zoe Draven's Horror King series. I already mentioned it. But her fifth book mm. coming out in January. Um, that Ooh. one will be probably a five star for me. Wait, I haven't seen anything about that. Like, not a cover, not no. anything. She doesn't have a cover or anything, but she keeps saying on her Facebook group, uh, not group, mm-hmm. but just her Facebook page in general, she says it's coming out in January. Okay. Um, see, I, I, this is the proof that I did not prepare, even though my co-hosts believe otherwise, because I literally do not have an answer to my own question. So I need to think about it a little bit. Okay, you know what? I'll I'll go rogue and I'll say three things. Okay. My first rogue choice is This Woven Kingdom. I feel like that could be a five stars for me, mm-hmm. just based on the premise. My second choice is going to be, because as of right now, believe it or not, I am um, a little ashamed to admit that, but I have not yet read, yet read, morning glory milking farm (laughs) (laughs) it's a great experience yeah and then i am gonna put my fate and trust my friends and say that who knows broken bonds (laughs) might be a five stars will it be though if if it's a five stars like i will like i'll read (laughs) i will read your spider book Oh, I will face my fears. Oh, that's a hard no. You forgot about that one. <laughs> that oh, is yeah. a hard no. Spider heroes. Nothing, nothing spiders. And if a book has any type of spiders in it, it's. Uh, I won't is go it here. just spiders or is it insects? Spiders. I can do other insects. I could do snakes. Oh, that fucking sounded like incests. <laughs> okay, yeah, incest is another hard no for me, guys. <laughs> Glad you clarified that. I'm sure our listeners were worried. <laughs> Insects. Okay. I can, yeah, it's spiders. Okay. Mm. My last question is, what book are you committing to reading in 2022? Commitment here. You're calling Commitment. us out here. I am. So, so we're going to revisit this answer come 2023 and if you have not read it something's gonna happen i don't know what yet but this is commitment all right um i can't say crescent city one because i've already i would have been done reading this already mm-hmm. i can't say crescent city two because that's a cop out you can't say something obvious that like we know we're all gonna read it you know? i mean like crescent city is a big thing for me i haven't read it like it's been out for like two True. years now and i haven't read it um, okay i mean you can say that well yeah that but i feel like i would already be done reading it at this point you know i'm manifesting oh. me finishing it um mm. 
good thinking there. I'm going to s- manifestation. <laughs> I'm going to say um Pack Darling. Oh, okay, the first one cuz that's right, you haven't read I those haven't yet. Read it okay. Yet, no. Okay, so 2022 Sephra is reading Pack Darling. Yes. And maybe this uh, Hunted Alpha whatever book that you're reading right now, I might be <laughs> um, in the mood. Abducted by the pack for the pack. There you go. Um, because I want to read that scene and I, wanna, I, I want it anyways. S, what is your 20, 2022 commitment? Um, it will have to be. And it's sitting on my shelf. Arrows through Archer by <gasps> Nash Summers. Because I've had it sitting there. Is that the one Marge bought you? Yeah. So that's... Wow. <laughs> We're going there. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> what about um Land of the Beautiful Dead? Oh, yeah. That, I was that thinking... That was your fucking 2021 commitment. <laughs> I still have time. I still have time because I was thinking, I was like, what books do I need to finish before the year ends? And yeah, it, she got time. It's that one and then Door of Bruises by Sierra Simone. Door of Bruises? Oh, yeah. It's the right, last right, book. Right. And then uh, Carter, sorry, not Carter, uh, Brother Song by TJ Klune. It's the fourth Ooh. book. Okay. In the series. Um, What's mine? Can this kind of count? Is this like a um, face your monster type of question i would say it is it's a facing your monster you know one that you haven't completed yet okay i have mine but i know i'm gonna fail (laughs) oh gosh okay let's hear it (laughs) i bought several years ago a copy of the bronze horseman okay yes by paulina paulina simmons and it's just sitting there and it's annoying me. <laughs> so I feel like I would love that book. Does it end Perhaps. happily though? Like that trilogy? I'm reading the first one, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm I would commit to that one, but it's very long. But um yeah. Alright. Also, I should probably commit to Whitney My Love. Oh, it's another one I gotta finish too. Because I also bought, and I am not a book buyer. Like, I do not buy physical copies of anything. But I did buy a copy of, like, one of the first editions of that book. uh, Because that book was edited. So I, out of frustrations, which... I think that's where your frustration started, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> books being edited to fit a certain crowd and like yeah. authors being like i'm changing this because it was a little like too much yeah i'm committing to what yeah okay you know what fuck my commitment to the bronze horseman i'll read it one day <laughs> i'm committing to reading with me whitney my love in 2022 all right that's it that's my commitment good commitment all right guys cancel me got for this it. Yeah. Mm, do we? We do. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I choose like a hot uh, alien smutty book that's like 30 pages long? That's a commitment I can make. Because you read that all the time. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it ended up being quite long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we, we figured out the title. Yeah. Exactly. So we are no longer uh, beholden by the time police. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have answers to any of these questions, so what are your favorite tropes? Tropes you feel like there just aren't enough books for that trope? Tropes that are, are hard-nosed for you? Mm-hmm. Or what are your 2022 commitments? If you have an answer for any of that, of those questions uh feel free to reach us online you can find us on twitter at the rtm pod also on tw- uh, twitter no i just said that also on instagram at romance and the monsters podcast you can also email us at romance and the monsters podcast at gmail.com and we are on tiktok at romance and the monsters pod and youtube under the same name no actually under uh romance and the monsters <laughs> podcast 
Um, feel free to subscribe to us while you're on there as well, please. Um, and if you're looking for me specifically, because you want to tell me that I'm absolutely fucking wrong about my opinions <laughs> on everything, uh, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at foes and lovers. And you can find me at some both Twitter and Instagram at but this book. And you can find me Saf on both Instagram and Twitter at pros with woes. Uh, yeah, if you want to yell at me about my dislike for cheating and dead lover trope, uh, I don't I'm see here. why anyone would. All do that. <laughs> you never know. You never know. It could. Those two could be. Two I tropes. think this is this is the one debate where romance landia is very much on your side. Okay. Well, we'll see. Anyways, uh, also please feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you have the time or would like to, and also please feel free to subscribe on any of the podcast platforms. Yeah, it'll mean the world to us if you could. And that's it. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.